Now breathe in and out. One, two, three, breathe, breathe, breathe. and welcome to another episode of stoned and social this is the internet's number one comedy wellness podcast and we are in season 10 i am your host namaste nat and this week i'd like to talk about something interesting from magic spells to seeing the barber for a toothache caring for teeth has a long and very weird history and since ancient times cultures all over the world have been studying teeth and really attempting to treat them we may shudder when we hear about some of the antiquated dental practices that have happened but the evolution of those techniques have contributed greatly to modern dentistry and the background of this profession offers a really unique insight into the development of dentistry as we know today and so with me to talk teeth i've got kush katie welcome back katie hey nat i'm here for it i'm here for all the dentistry <laughs> talk maybe i'm hoping that it will like inspire me to go to the dentist yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's 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 wild it's wild now katie what are you stoned on today you know i'm gonna ask you what you got today you do always having to tell <laughs> tell the big secret of of what katie's walking around on uh today it's actually dr norm's um brownie dr Ooh. norm's Dr. Cool. Norms, despite the name, woman-owned company. Mm -hmm. Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I've yeah. seen those brownies. Are they good? They are. They both uh, taste good and um, make you feel good. Yeah. Yay. But I don't. I'm. I uh, don't suggest the whole brownie at once. <laughs> I'm a little weenie baby, and I cut it up. <laughs> What's the whole brownie? How many milligrams is it? A uh, hundred. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about that. No, you cut that into no. like eight different pieces exactly. and then half yeah. again. Yeah, no, I know that. Exactly. That's good. I'm glad. And you said you cannot, you said it tasted good. You can't really taste it, the weed in it. No, you can't. No, yes. it tastes, yes. yeah, it tastes so good. It's one of those where it is dangerous because, oh. you know, at some point you're going to want something sweet, but then you're like me and you're like, sweet oh, I don't keep sweets in the house, but I've got that brownie sitting right over there. Uh, I made that mistake. I, made that I know. It's awful. Because you want it so bad. <laughs> you want it. And then three hours later, you're like, shit, I shouldn't have had another bite of, exactly. of that brownie. I am super, you know, locked in today. I am using some of our sponsored three cheese focus CBD oil. There we go. Um, and it, this is just to help me get all the work that i need to get done this week because it's been a long week and mm. you guys know you can use our code sns420 if you want to partake in some of the cbd oil or delta 8 or delta 9 products that we use on the show so i'm feeling really again i'm feeling really like 
like clocked in, motivated. I got a lot of work done today. So I'm ready to, to goof off with you about teeth and dentist stuff. Like I'm, I'm going to keep shrugging and shuddering, but yeah. it's just because it's dentist stuff. It's dentist stuff. I mean, but who doesn't like to have fun mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and get down talking about teeth and dentistry? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on this pod does. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're fans of teeth here. We're, like we yeah. said, you can't have one without the other. Love them or hate them, dentists out there. <laughs> you can't have one without the other. Okay, let's just jump right in then. I'm ready yeah. to do it. I'm me ready. too. It's kind of like going to the dentist. It's like, just get Nova me Nova came me up. Quit, yeah. Yeah, quit trying to talk to me and, uh, and small talk me. Just like, let's do it. Let's Hurt start drilling. Me. Yeah. All right. So here we go. We know, folks, that teeth have always been around. Right. So it makes sense that dentistry is almost as ancient as humanity itself. Mm. Uh, In fact, the word dentistry originates. Here we go, folks. We're going to hear the Midwestern (laughs) accent destroy a lot of words, a lot of words on this episode. So just roll with it. Um, If you want to hear the word ranch dressing, I can say it. But um, (laughs) but these other ones. Anyway, the word dentistry originates from an ancient Greek term odontology that's perfect nailed it nailed it maybe dr norms makes you smarter um (laughs) anyway that's from the greek otis meaning yes yes god bless america here i go (laughs) Uh, yeah so there is evidence of drilling teeth as a remedy for toothache and enamel removal dating back over nine thousand years ago Researchers actually discovered proof of this in a graveyard in Pakistan. I wonder how you do that. Anyway, along with the flint drill heads <laughs> that were used for the ancient procedure. Okay, so maybe the drill heads tipped them off. Because I'm Ooh, like, if yeah. you don't even think about looking for yeah. it, how are you like, I discovered dentistry, but oh my mm-hmm, gosh. Mm-hmm, so you got mm-hmm. the drill heads. So 9,000 years ago, people in Pakistan were dreading getting their teeth drilled. That sounds right. That sounds right. You know, some things never change. Yeah. Now, I have a joke for you, Katie. I've got a dentist joke. Is it a dentist joke? I don't think dentists are funny. What (gasps) do (laughs) what do worms, stone tools and Egypt have in common? This is not an offensive or morbid joke. Okay, I don't know. I was gonna say like maybe a, a weird fishing trip I ended up on in the nineties. Um but no. nope. <laughs> You're like that's another podcast. That's a different episode. <laughs> no, they are all involved in the origin story of dentistry, if you can believe that. Come on. I mean, I no. believe two out of three. I'll <laughs> I'll give you two out of three that I believe. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm with you there. And I, I also think for, you know, you mentioned how long ago the, the dentistry history goes back. It yeah. is more ancient than you think. I saw that the earliest evidence dates from 7000 BC to 5500 BC. They've got skeletal remains that have teeth that have been drilled with flint tools to remove decay. And I've heard about this before because my best friend in high school's mom 
was a dental hygienist and <clears throat> excuse me the only dentist in our town so <laughs> we all ah, you know, we so all everybody knew. yeah she and knew the good she knew the good <laughs> on all your teeth <laughs> there was like pictures of weird ancient looking tools on the wall and i said oh, like God. what is that and she was like oh that's a flint tool and I was like, well, what's that? And yeah. if you've never looked at a flint tool, it is literally a tool made of stone, like from the stone age. And this was like pre, pre, pre anesthesia. Why, why would you, here's my question, I guess. <laughs> uh, if you are in a profession that everyone is scared of taking part in, why would you be like, hey, if you're already scared, uh, ha check out this terrifying picture of an instrument that we may or may not use on you? And you know, it was old time. It was like rusted. It looked like it would give yeah. you tetanus. Yeah, on the way to like, it was, it was awful. It was, it was awful. And I never knew that that's what they used to get teeth out with. And I think, you know, perhaps even more delightful is the proposed cause of tooth decay in this time because they would use yeah i, I heard that gasp they would, i'm reading <laughs> they would use worms according to ancient sumerian no. texts tooth worms were small worms no. inside the teeth that nope. would just eat away I, I guess eat away the decay in your tooth like would you I guess, yeah, do no. that for, no, 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 Katie's like, I would never. <laughs> what? So wait, so this is, okay, so this is saying, this isn't just like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. old legend, like they're no, saying this that is this real. was yeah. the actual thing. The yeah, actual. back in the day, well, you would just Why don't you worms. tell kids that to get them to brush <laughs> their teeth? If we you tell me worms. if I yeah yeah if you tell me i don't brush my teeth i'm gonna get worms inside them i'm i'm That's, hitting that toothbrush yeah. a few times uh, yeah extra hard <laughs> extra hard it's okay though they didn't do that for too long i don't know if they creeped themselves out or something happened with the worms but by 2600 bc the egyptian um hesi ray was actually the first person identified as a dental practitioner and so the okay. egyptians just kind of would bound their replacement teeth together with gold wire so you know it wasn't as bad but i love that when this when this person okay. died in egypt they put on his tomb that he was um the greatest of those to deal with teeth and of physicians like oh la la i mean we're talking about it now right that was 2600 bc we're still repping his accolades right now that's true well here's what i like is like the dig a little bit like he's the greatest of those who deal with teeth mm -hmm. but also you physicians out there he a was physician. also the greatest among you so just like quit that thinking that you're better than the dentists out there i almost this guy's feel better like than you I always feel like the physicians was like adding one at the end, like years <laughs> later, they were like, oh, and of physicians. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They didn't know. Um, this, guy. This, this guy was, yeah, he was, he was doing it all. He's a teeth, so. he's physician. The thing I love most about anything that has to do with Egyptian history, I'm a huge 
Egyptology nerd is mm. they really liked to be decadent in most of the things they did, but mm. they're just the ingenuity that they had for things like the waterways and everything. But this just like bounding your teeth together where they're like, you know what, we're not going to use worms. Instead, we're going to just, we're going to bling it up with some gold wire. It'll be yeah. fine. It'll be fine. Which, which again, you know, still popular to this day. Very, very popular. Yeah. This is where it started. Egypt, <laughs> Egypt <Everything>. started. <laughs> You know, and everything's better with gold on it, apparently. It is. It is. Ask Egypt. They know. It's just back in the day, what I was reading is that some of the works by like uh, Aristotle and stuff, basically, anytime you had an issue with your teeth, it didn't matter if it was gum disease, it didn't matter if it was decay. Basically, they were like, just take it out. Just take out the tooth. They just couldn't mm. do anything. And so anytime you had anything wrong, there was no fillings. There was nothing like that, you know. But remember, we're pre-agricultural society. So you don't really have a lot of, you know, red 40 and Skittles and shit in your diet. You've got weeds with antibacterial properties and that's is that what true. Tom's toothpaste is trying to do? I used to use that. And then my dentist was like, Oh, really? Bitch, what are you doing? Like brush your teeth, get some crest. <laughs> <laughs> really? I didn't, I've yeah. never, I mean, I, I can say that Tom's deodorant, um, you know, doesn't, Yeah. <laughs> you can tell who's wearing Tom's deodorant, um, but it makes, it makes sense then that the toothpaste was the same. I could just, yeah. uh, you know, say cheese and we can find out who's using Tom's. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. My really, but happy. so your dentist did tell you that. Interesting. Yeah, and I mean, so it's one of those things where I'm not the person who brushes the hardest. I've been like chided mm -hmm. for brushing too hard, for brushing too soft. So I, like I just, most people apparently don't really know how to brush their teeth. So mm -hmm. I got a smart toothbrush that has an app and it knows where my teeth are, like what, what teeth I'm brushing. Oh. And it like counts up the percentage of how clean I'm doing each section. And so it'll tell what? me like, no, 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 you need to go back over and, and go back to the back. But when I told my dentist I was using Tom's, he was like, nah, <laughs> stop. And I'm like, is that big? Is that big dentist? Is that big pharma trying to make Probably. me feed into Crest? Is that... Is Tom's a threat yeah. to? I mean, whole... very well could be. Yeah. Okay. You know okay. they're getting kickbacks from something. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All well, right. yeah, because a dentist. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. here we go. Mm -hmm. See, my mind's mm -hmm. been changed. I talked shit mm -hmm. about Tom's at the start <laughs> of this, but a dentist, where does he make his money? Uh, exactly. And I'm already see, I'm just gendering the dentist too. But a <laughs> dentist, where does he make his money? He needs your teeth to not he be need, okay. He needs so them not to be crest good. And all that other stuff doesn't work or expedites. Oh, come to us, yep. folks. We've got yep. your conspiracies right here. Hot topics to take right down. here. Yeah, <laughs> take down big toothpaste. Mm -hmm. I've got my. We talked on the last episode. We talked about going and um, volunteering for something that you're passionate about to make friends. Yep. So all of you people that want to take. Help us take down big toothpaste. Yep, let's do it. We can make it. some friends. Let's do it. Change some lives. <laughs> <laughs>
Now, what happened after the Egyptians were doing like gold wrapping and stuff on their teeth? Like, I know there's a lot of weird, there's a lot of weird history around teeth in general. There is, there is. Get this though. I've got it here. I bet that you didn't know that (laughs) monks were dentists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, but you could kind of guess it, right? Monks kind of, you know, you want to talk about the Egyptians starting everything. I mean, monks give us wine. They give us, I don't know, a they lot do. of different kinds of alcohol, beer. <laughs> so you know that they got to be helping with teeth too. Oh, They're monks. They got not no only license. does, yeah, not only does like the, the wine, you know, you need to go to the dentist more, but then all the alcohol helps you survive the dentist. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh gosh. True. What is that called? Like corporate integration or mm-hmm, something? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It all works it. together. They help Exactly. <laughs> okay. So yes, yeah, so monks were dentists, but it might have taken until the Middle Ages, but between 500 and 100 AD, dental medicine and surgery were practiced and regulated among European monks. There we go. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In 700 AD, the Chinese discovered the use of amalgam for fillings. Did you just see, hear me with the word I did. I didn't want to stop you. You didn't want to stop roll. my flow. You're on a roll. Uh-uh. Uh, the, Chinese, <laughs> the Chinese discovered the use of amalgam for fillings. Here we go. Replacing the previous standard use of beeswax. Yeah, beeswax in your teeth. No wonder they thought they had worms in there. We got all kinds of animals living inside our mouths at that point. I don't know. I could see it. I mean, we use beeswax for so much these days. Um, I could see him going back to it. That's because we have options, though. If we only had beeswax as an option. Just smack some beeswax on it, you know? We're in the, this is the bees time. The world loves them. Of all the things is, that we this is a resurgence can't agree right on. now. Yeah. Right. I mean, this Bert's, is the time of the bees. Let's write Bert's. Tell him to get on this. Well, Bert's that's bees. true. Get, yeah. Come on. Bring the tooth Bert's. filling back. Jump jump into the dentistry game, Bert. <laughs> With Tom? <laughs> yeah. Bert and Tom get together, jump oh. back in that dentistry game. Together, we'll take down big dentist, big yes. toothpaste. Okay, so the practice, though, (laughs) continued to spread throughout Europe. And for a period, monks... Oh, here we go. Oh, God, Mm -hmm, it gets crazier mm -hmm. and crazier. Monks team... Here's a sentence. Monks teamed up with barbers to perform routine oral work and complex surgeries. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. Right. Those are all words that make sense, but not in the same sentence in that order. Yeah. <laughs> Monks teamed up with barbers <laughs> to perform routine oral work and complex surgeries. Nothing routine. Okay. How do they go from routine and complex? Is like the barber handling one set of things and maybe the monks are like, look, I'll do the routine, but you're a barber. You know about edges. You get in there and do the complex stuff. Mm, yeah, I was trying to figure it out. But yeah, I think you're onto something with that. <laughs> Barbers have to be more precise, <laughs> right? 
So they get them in there for the specialty stuff. The monks are just like, we can, you know. We'll bless you we after Do this. monks say prayers over people? I don't know because maybe I shouldn't. Um, they might. Yeah, I think they I think they do. Talk about monks all the same. I guess there's different sects. Yeah, yeah. I have a we have a friend in our group who's on a five year like pilgrimage to become a monk. And so we haven't talked to him since uh, 2019. (gasps) And he just doesn't have he's not using internet. He got off social media. And so we're dying to hear what this is. like. Yeah. Yeah, ask we're dying him. to hear. <laughs> yeah, ask him how his dentistry classes went. Yeah. <laughs> Can you fix my teeth now? <laughs> yeah, be like, hey, man. All right. In 1530, the first book devoted entirely to dentistry was published in Germany. Wow, now we got the Germans in here mm-hmm, all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we go. We got the little medicinal book for all kinds of diseases and infirmities of the teeth became wow. the dental standard. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the old LMBA KDIT, yeah. as we like to, as the kids on the street call it. Carry that uh, around. Yeah. The little medicinal book for all kinds of diseases and in. Could you imagine the pictures <laughs> in that oh, book? Awful. They're so, they don't understand subtlety in ancient times, I realize. They don't, the sarcasm hasn't spread beyond some Shakespeare stuff because there's Mm -hmm. no, like, literally just call it big book of teeth disease. Like, done. Yeah. Like, like just, you you don't need all this. (laughs) You don't have to... Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to, like, make it sound so pretentious. We get it. You're a dentist. Or I don't know. We don't know if whoever wrote this was an actual dentist. Um, But but if you make it sound smart enough, people are going to trust you. See? Life lesson, folks. Life lesson. (laughs) Just give it a long name. Um, (laughs) Okay, but the world was still far from a truly comprehensive understanding of oral anatomy and function, operative techniques, and denture construction at that time. It wasn't until the father of modern dentistry, Pierre Fouchard, Fouchard. Yes. Yes. Look at you, Katie. Yeah, you need more of these bunnies. I'm about this for you. (laughs) Oh, Pierre wrote The Surgeon Dentist, a treatise on teeth in 1723, that extensive dental research and knowledge then became widely available. Um, You know what he also discovered, though? We can cross this. I feel like these two things kind of cross each other (laughs) out because he gave us all this nice stuff to know how to make our teeth great. But you know what? He's the guy who also introduced the idea that acids from sugar led to tooth decay. So Mm. that's who we've got to thank for that. Right. You know, sometimes ignorance is bliss and maybe we want to call it other things like teeth worms and keep eating our (laughs) Skittles. (laughs) I do like the respect that was paid to the OG um, Hesire, the Egyptian, since he was Mm -hmm. the greatest of those who deal with teeth and 
of physicians but with pierre they were like he's the modern he's the father of modern dentistry they didn't want to encroach on on Mm old-timey stuff no he didn't replace them up until 1723 they didn't know that sugar was leading to teeth to i guess he didn't really have what are you eating with sugar in 17 like in in 1700s i don't know yeah what the fuck probably not like stuff with honey i guess like maybe yeah okay yeah and they would have been making like baked goods but yeah that's weird that they didn't it's probably because they just didn't have much sugar up until that point yeah because i feel like everybody probably had a similar diet Mm-hmm, so it probably mm-hmm. wasn't as Basic easy dishes. to pinpoint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably wasn't as easy to pinpoint of like, oh, this kid eats too much sugar. That's why this one's teeth yeah. is falling out and not that one. You know, they were just trying from from 1530 to 1723 <clears throat> to like just nail down tooth decay. They were just like, why does this right. happen? I feel um, like this guy was like, you know, kind of like the footloose town that got rid of <laughs> dancing. I feel like yes. he's like, I don't want anyone to have fun anymore. So I'm just going to pick sugar. And then he figured it out. It was a yeah, lucky guess. He ruined it. Yeah. 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 I do. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Pierre. Thanks a lot. Um, I do like that in 17, like the mid 1700s, this is when the first medically training dentistry comes to America. And then as usual, we just spread all that shit out. (laughs) We were just like, let's, let's spread the word. And I know that um america's founding fathers had a really big role in the history of dentistry like paul revere advertised his dental services in in boston in the newspaper old georgie w had some dentures that people are always fucking talking about and um i know that the first dental college was actually here in baltimore it's the baltimore college of dental surgery it opened in like the 1840s and they're the ones who came up with the first dental degree and then 20 years later we get the the ada the american dental association just just like boom thanks for the idea we're gonna run with it yeah that's what i was gonna say i'm like well okay that's what we're good at you know it's just <laughs> taking other ideas and then just like institutionalizing yep. them and being like they're ours now we're Look, charging for it. um how do you feel about the dentist on the whole katie I, I know you've made a few comments of like but how do you feel about the dentist i have mixed emotions about the dentist so when i was growing up we had like you say you know you've got one dentist i had like mm-hmm. an old country dentist um <laughs> and uh he was fine and it Mm -hmm. and everything was fine and so it was like i never really had that much pain or like bad experiences Mm -hmm. but then kind of as i've gotten older (laughs) i realized it's because like essentially i did just get a teeth cleaning a couple times a year my whole life and like (laughs) there was some other stuff that he was just like oh we'll just we don't need to pay attention to that and then like as I got older, it got worse. And so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so then I've had to have a few procedures and then like those procedures have made part of some of my teeth mm. like very sensitive. Yeah. And so now I've finally, 
as a as an old person, I've developed anxiety uh, because mm -hmm. it's just that. It's and it's not even the drill as much and stuff. It's like that cold water that they shoot like on the back of your <laughs> teeth. And I'm like, God, they're just so sensitive to that. Yeah. Ugh, so, but that's how I feel about it. I, okay. I okay. I'm not that's not, terrified. that's pretty average. Yeah. That's, that's pretty average. I didn't actually go to the dentist until I was in college for the first time. Wow. My sister used up all the dentist shit in our family. She had like braces oh, really? and retainers and, and whatever. <laughs> and my parents took me in the dentist. I like, I remember this clear as day, the dentist, mm -hmm. only dentist in the town came out to the lobby said smile i went he said open your mouth i open and he looked in and under and he said okay she's good and <laughs> and my mom was like see you don't need to he's like yeah she's got great teeth and he was like so and my mom was like you don't need to go to the dentist and so i didn't actually go to the dentist until i was 20. wow and mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. but since then have has it been yeah okay. since then i've gone i've gone a few times i've had um a couple i've had a, a tooth pull I, I got a dry socket unfortunately that sucks Ugh. um and i like you had a lot of anxiety surrounding the dentist but what has saved me is taking a tiny piece of edible before i go no. to the dentist i've taken like five or seven milligrams it's just mm -hmm. enough to just calm me down so that everything's not so like grating on me while i'm sitting in that chair and i went yeah. to the dentist last week or like two weeks ago and an amazing experience i took down damien's name i was like who are you i was like you're the most amazing <laughs> dental assistant and he was like my name's damien and i was like you are amazing i'm gonna write down your name and i'm gonna ask for you whenever i come in here because it was like an actual pleasant experience like it was oh. wild. nice nice yeah 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 because yeah. that's yeah. right yeah it kind of seems like that these days that like people are figuring out how to make i mean if we've got the ability to make it a more pleasant experience why mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. so that more people will actually go yeah 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 uh, that's me i tell them too I, I get there and i go hey i've had a tiny bit of thc just like a <laughs> tiny bit um uh -huh. because i didn't want to take xanax every time i was going mm. to the dentist i have some i have a friend who's so terrified of going to the dentist a grown-ass adult friend who just like <laughs> will sob when we're talking about going to the dentist and i'm like oh no it's like yeah you've had you're traumatized like you it's like you had fucking flint and teeth worms like you just never <laughs> exactly <laughs> never yeah. made it past it so i'm glad that it doesn't affect you that that that, that badly oh well you were talking about a dry socket i know i'm going off script here but did you ever have to get your wisdom teeth so out. they keep wanting to take them but they're not giving me mm -hmm. any trouble but my sisters her wisdom teeth actually each of them turned sideways and punctured the teeth <gasps> in front of them oh, and no. they kept trying to use that as a horror story for me they were like oh look what happened to your sister and i was like yeah which not gonna happen to me and so <laughs> so i still have all my wisdom teeth gotcha right? yeah yeah i just I had to, I actually got mine taken out like two years ago. So I was oh. what, like 39, whenever oh. they were finally, yeah. And, but the, it was just two, two on the bottom. And then the ones on top, the dentist actually said this. He was like, yeah, you know, we could take the ones on the top, but like at your age, nothing's <laughs> changing. 
<laughs> like if you were if you were like 20 years younger, I'd be like, maybe we should go ahead and get those. And I was like, buddy, you don't have and this guy was probably younger than me. And I was just like, you don't have to include all of that. You could just say, we only need to take the bottom one down. Yeah. He like shows you his. He's like, see, mine are gone because yeah. I'm young. But right. you, <laughs> but you, you know, you're so old at this point. Everything might as well be just wooden structure. So <sighs> go ahead and just leave them in there. So, oh, but anyway, that's yeah. So I had to go that's through hilarious. the whole wisdom teeth experience oh. thing as an adult. Um, oh, I don't know what that you. says about my wisdom. Uh, <laughs> That's a little dental humor <laughs> for you folks out there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> all right, let's get. <laughs> hey, let's get. Let's get plaque to where we were. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm gonna get you more of these Nailed brownies. It. I'm here for these brownies. <laughs> this is this is. Look, take these to your set. Just hand them out. Just be oh, like, exactly. Guys. Do it exactly. Yeah. Have a little nibble. Just start giving it to guys. We're all Trust having me. more fun. More fun. <laughs> Trust me. If we're all doing this together. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Though. Let's jump further into time. So now you know we were at the 1840s, 1860s. We've got the American Dental Association. All of that mm -hmm. by 1873. Oh, here we go. Here we go with the big. <laughs> with the big by 1873, Colgate had mass produced the first mm. toothpaste and followed a few years later by mass produced toothbrushes. Okay. 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 So wow. now we've got the whole contraption. Yeah. So before then they, we didn't have, we didn't have like a mass produced toothbrush. Wow. No. Okay. And okay. I don't know what did you in your research, I didn't in my research find out what they were using for toothbrushes. I saw a couple of the ancient toothbrushes and they looked like hot messes. They looked exactly like you would think here. I, I knew they would just be twigs. They they were called yeah. um, neem twigs and that's what they look like. <laughs> it's just oh, a twig. No. <laughs> it's just oh, a my. twig. Oh, and yeah. the handle always looked like it's like it's like prehistoric oh. like you know your kid makes you a toothbrush shit um yeah well you know there's yeah. insects living up in there yeah well, that's why they had worms <laughs> i'm saying yeah you're putting them in your mouth with that thing good god okay well well so maybe colgate did some good things here uh so they've got some mass-produced toothbrushes hopefully they didn't look like that uh and then dental visits oh man oh man but it's a but dental visits finally got more pleasant in 1903 though that's still a long time 1873 yes. to 1903 uh with the invention of dun, 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 novocaine heck yeah so that's fun though that all wow. the way back 1903 we were starting to use novocaine that's good <laughs> i don't like that it took that long i'm gonna be honest no i mean yeah um, what were people so people were just feeling everything for that's a long why time. I, be, I know before Novocaine, they were basically just using good old fashioned booze um, mm. to just knock patients out. That was a big thing. And obviously during the Civil War and stuff, they were just, you know, put cocaine on it. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we had other like, things. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going in with an edible. Like I'm not rocking in being like, hey, Damien, I'm on my cocaine today. Like, no. <laughs> Take them all out, Damien. <laughs> I won't feel a thing. <laughs> oh, I think they had gas though. I think they had the, um, the nitrous oxide, the laughing gas in like the mid 1800s. So, but that shit, you know, that wears off pretty quick. Exactly. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then, okay. and what? A hundred years later, we had. What? Ah, that would have been so much better if I could remember the kid's name. We had so and so goes to the dentist. Remember, like the first viral video. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What was that kid's name? It was like a little boy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was I'm having such an old lady moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do remember like... that. Yeah. Google so a hundred years later, we were just recording people coming <laughs> out of the dentist. Oh. oh, how far we've come. How yeah. far we've come. Okay. So it, speaking of, we did the dental world, dental, the world of dental health progressed quickly from 1903. Um, it, in the 19th century. So we'll go back a little bit in the 19th century <laughs> it changed from a trade to a government regulated profession. Um, and Harvard founded the first dental school. I mean, that makes sense. I don't know that Not that surprised. would surprise many people. Yeah. Mm -hmm, Patents mm -hmm. were created for many different dental machines and tools. Um, toothpaste changed from a liquid or a powder to like the gel like substance that we mm -hmm, have now. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it came, started coming in tubes same so tubes weird. that we use today Ooh, and then here we go the invention of the reclining dental chair i don't know if there has been like a more what am i, I trying to say like you immediately lose your power and position in life the yep. minute another person lays you back in a dental chair like yeah. You're it's like, like okay. a very vulnerable position. <laughs> so were they just like sitting up like or were they laying flat down? Were they just laying flat down? That's oh, so dumb. maybe. And I would like think propping maybe. Up. Yeah, they probably were just laying flat down. Laying flat down. Yeah. So then <laughs> so then <laughs> the reclining chair. Yeah, it's just like. You can be a little bit more comfortable from comfort. Oh my of home. gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think the chair is good uh, because it is a comfortable place. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's just like, man, because you'll set up for a little bit and they'll talk to you really fast about everything. And then, bam, once you lay back, it's just like you feel like a child. You do. You do. <laughs> Okay, one last cringeworthy fact here from me. Um, it took until 1913 for hygiene to really come into play in dental care. 1913. Okay, so, you know, <laughs> dating. Um, that had to be interesting. Yes. Uh, yeah. The world's first oral hygiene school phones, <laughs> phone, phones clinic for dental <laughs> hygienists. In Bridgeport, Connecticut. I could see that too. See, these things just seem fitting. Um, they do. They do. It opened its doors that year. 
and the term dental hygienist was born. Mm, okay. okay. And then numerous special, oh, here we go. Numerous specializations emerged like maxiofacial surgery, prostodontics, pediatric dentistry, oral pathology, and oral radiology. Effin nailed it. Damn, uh, you did. Yeah. Did. Yeah. So, I mean, so again, you know, like we said, things progressed quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, by not, what was it? By 1903, we had uh, Novocaine. And by 1913, yep. everybody's like, well, let's do it. Every Let's make it. <laughs> And make, make it make make it hygienic as well. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make it hygienic. We're gonna we're gonna come up with options to replace them. Mm. We're gonna we're gonna start at pediatric dentistry. We're gonna start it with the kids. Oh my yeah. gosh, poor kids. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so the high speed drill then was invented in 1957. Oh, we're still going the high speed drill. 57. That's kind 57? of odd. 57. Yeah, I'm That's like my so parents. Like, what? Yeah. I was like, so my parents were alive before the high-speed drill was invented. That's crazy. Mm. And then lasers came into the scene in the 1960s <laughs> to treat gum okay. disease. Okay. okay. So yeah, because they do that thing. Drills. Yeah. Wow. Whew. So really, that is not – so that's kind of – and I mean, I feel like that's kind of where we're at now. I mean, we have all kinds that's... of crazy other stuff, but – that but is like, rat. That's kind of the basic dental stuff right now. That's awful. And that was 1957. That wasn't that, that long ago. That sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds horrible. That so no no real toothpaste and toothbrushes before the late 1800s. Then you don't have any Novocaine until <clears throat> the early 1900s. Then they're like, oh, by the way, we want to try and keep it clean. Ten years later, they're like, ah, we'll do some hygiene stuff. <laughs> and then you're waiting another 40 years for a high-speed drill? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, I mean, who knows? Ugh. Mm -hmm. Who That's knows awesome. what that was being <laughs> You look used stressed. You look I, stressed. <laughs> I am. I'm thinking about what could have been used before the high-speed drill. I'm like, I'm maybe like, that's it, what that stone and flint was for. <laughs> until 1956, they they were using just the stone and flint. Oh my god! I mean, I I I would be like, my tooth would have had to hurt really bad to go to the dentist. Yeah. I think. Yeah. At that point, yeah. I would have. Yeah, I would not have been I, doing routine maintenance. No. No, not my thing is there's certain professions that I always joke with my friends. I'm like, oh, you have to be like a certain type of person, mm. um, like maybe sort of like a sadist in a way. I'm like DMV workers, like they hate everything. They hate everyone mm. and they, they just want to see you die under forms after forms. But who pre-1960 lasers as a dentist is like you know what this seems like a profession for me i get to root around in strangers mouth i don't know if it's healthy and they're going to be in excruciating pain unless they're passed out from some shitty booze because we don't have craft beer at that point um yeah, yeah. Who, who's who's signing up for that 
Right. And like you say, like, because it wasn't that much of a priority and technology wasn't there, like people's yeah. mouths got to be pretty gross. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that we're here. We're in the 21st century. We have come just so freaking long from those flint, those, you know, the stone and flint. And I feel like the art of oral hygiene is just that it's an art. Teeth are not put mm -hmm. to the side like they were thousands and thousands of years ago. And now we all really take care of our oral health. It's really important to all of us. These like ancient techniques, like we should never, people should not speak of them after this episode. Just don't, we've evolved past it. <laughs> Use it to Put scare your, your children. Mind. Yeah, do, do that. Um, and it's just, it's so easy now to learn about what to do for your teeth and how to do it. Like usually before I go to the dentist, if I know I'm gonna get something like a tooth pulled or something, even before my first filling, I was like, YouTube, what, you know, what happens when you get a filling? And so I went and I watched a video of someone getting a filling because I wanted to see what I was getting myself into. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I'm one I of those people. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Know. I'm like, I want to see it all. I am like asking him, I'm like, do you have the such and such on the drill? He's like, how do you know? I'm like, oh, I saw a YouTube video. He's like, oh, okay, you're not. He's like, all yeah. right, all right. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to know what's going on inside there when he's in there. I don't want to. I'm just like, I close my eyes. Sometimes, you know, it's nice when they have like the TV. Do you have ever had a dentist yeah, that has just like a TV that you can watch? Yeah. I usually close my eyes and listen to music because I'm wearing my sunglasses, mm -hmm. you know, my, my like dental, like old people oh, shades. Yeah. So I usually try to, cause if I'm, if I'm distracted, I'm like, I'm going to be laughing at the TV or whatever. So I try, <laughs> I try not to, before we wrap up, I thought it'd be cool if we give some smile worthy, sorry for the smile puns guys, dentistry <laughs> facts. Um, we already know that barbers used to pull teeth as one of them but this was just like normal you would just go to the barber and be like i have a toothache and he'd be like all right sit down in the chair and we were talking about reclining i bet the barber is one of the few places that had a chair that could slightly go back so they could look in your mouth as well yeah well mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that's what we mm -hmm. got to give the barbers their due <laughs> yeah because you know i just thought of something when you said that because i wonder for functionality because i wonder if like you have to do some things where the people aren't fully laying back because you don't want stuff to like mm -hmm. go down yeah uh -huh. yeah yeah, yeah and barbers already they've got little that. yeah they got little tools as well for all kinds of things yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, you saw me look, do my little <laughs> yeah. you scissors. You can look good. You can feel good. Everything. You Barbers. You, you know? You won't. Underrated heroes of <laughs> the early times. Okay. So we talked about a little bit. So another little fun fact here. So we know everybody's heard that George Washington's teeth uh, were wooden and things like that. But the fact of the matter is they weren't made of wood. Dun, dun, dun because oh. he was highfalutin. Um, <laughs> his dentures were actually crafted of fine materials like gold, ivory, and hippopotamus teeth. Mm -hmm. Like the animal? I knew about the ivory and... Yeah. So wait, he just was rocking like hippo teeth? 
I don't know because I feel Are they like a match for us or that's what I would think that hippo teeth would not fit in our mouth. Um, but you know that like hippos weirdly are like one of the most dangerous animals because mm, mm -hmm. it's yeah, oh yeah. yeah, they will fuck you up so, with their oh. Yeah. So I know that it's like partly the jaw strength, but like <laughs> maybe those teeth are strong, you know, and maybe George Washington you don't know what he was like on the battlefield. He could have been you out don't. there just gnawing at people, and that's what made him so good. Uh, I would I say know. I don't believe that because <laughs> these raggedy dentures are in the collection here outside of D.C. It's oh. the only remaining full set in existence, and I've seen really? them. They look they look awful. They look I, every time I see them because whenever I have people who visit from out of the country or from the other side of the country. They're like, ooh, show us stuff. And people will be like, I heard George Washington's teeth are here. And so it's like a little bit of a drive from the city. I'm like, all right, fine. We're going to go see these raggedy teeth. And yeah. every time I see them, I'm like, how are these in your mouth? How are you talking? Have you ever seen these things? Uh, I don't think so. Don't I'm going to show you these things. They're 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 awful and um it makes sense that they were made from a bunch of different things because they look they just i'm sorry i'm i'm sorry you've never seen these and that this is your first time seeing them they look awful oh, god <laughs> yeah are those bottom ones fake too i think the bottom so yeah because oh, i'm like yeah, who even yeah. made the bottom ones to look like that <laughs> yeah they just yeah i don't know if they just started because they're real you know if he's using real oh, hippopotamus teeth true, they're still yeah. gonna chip and, and stuff like that and you know like you said he was oh. biting people on the battlefield so <laughs> you're bound to chip a tooth here or there <laughs> yeah, absolutely absolutely all that, that brass <laughs> oh gosh now you found out some you found out that there was some different types of smiles is that correct oh come on yes i did <laughs> so here i found out that so for one mm -hmm. i took it off of here but to as a segue into the smile part um apparently there was there's like it's like 48 percent of people said that they untagged themselves from facebook pictures uh because they didn't like how their smile looked oh, come on folks it's okay it's just a smile it's the emotion you have behind it. But anyway, so yes. Yeah, so now <laughs> we're going to talk about smiles and like, oh, all the different mm -hmm. things smiles can mean. So apparently, so uh, these researchers, I read the article from the BBC. I don't exactly remember where the research was done. Um, that's a very good academic that I am. <laughs> uh, but apparently there are 19 specific types of smiles and only six occur when we're having a good time. Dun, dun, oh. Dun. oh wow okay yeah so the okay. rest happen when we're in pain embarrassed mm. uncomfortable horrified or even miserable okay that sounds yeah. right that sounds right yeah a, a smile can mean contempt anger that we're lying or that we've lost and mm -hmm. here's how here's kind of the difference that they found is that non-enjoyment smiles are less about what you're feeling inside. So like mm -hmm. happiness smiles are conveying our emotion. The non-enjoyment smiles are less about what we're feeling inside and more about what we're wanting to signal to others. That fake it smile, that fake smile. Exactly. So mm -hmm. some evolved to signal that we're cooperative and non-threatening. Mm -hmm. 
Um, others have evolved to let people know without aggression uh, that we're superior to them uh, okay. in this present action. Oh, that's a condescending smile. Mm. <laughs> but I'm sure I've given it to people um, myself. But yeah, so that could explain. So when we know that, when we know what all these smiles mean, mm -hmm, or that all mm -hmm. these smiles mean different thing, and most of the time, it doesn't mean that we're happy. It, maybe it explains the fact of why women smile 62 times per day on average, and men only smile eight. Wh men, what? Yes. Uh, on average, men smile eight times a day and women smile 62 times a day so we smile almost eight times more yes. than male identified people oh my gosh that's wild mm -hmm. yes wow so. i wonder if that's a societal thing because I, I get told do you get told by strangers to smile a lot you know i do and that's mm -hmm. and a lot of the time of course there's times when it's super annoying Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes, uh, sometimes I don't mind it because it is like I'm at the gas station or something, and yeah, I'm just and you're like, <laughs> yeah, like I am just kind of like, oh, and my like my brows furrowed and whatever, mm -hmm. and I'm just kind of going through the day. And if somebody says like things aren't so bad, smile. And I know that if you say that to the wrong person at the wrong time, that could be really bad. Oh, yeah. but sometimes it's like you're, you're right, like, oh, yeah. and then I smile, oh, yeah. and it makes me feel better. Uh, so it's it's a contextual. I don't across the board hate it. And I don't across the board love it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just, that's, I was going to, I was just wondering if that plays a part into it, us being told to smile a lot. Um, right. One that's of what the, I think guys don't understand is when yeah. it's because they're used to us smiling so much. And it's like, yeah, well, most of the time it's not because we're happy. <laughs> I'm trying to convey and signal. Um, you mentioned you were talking about Colgate earlier, and I found out that even though they mass produced the first toothpaste in, in 1873, it was in a jar. There was no tube. You couldn't, you know, you couldn't squeeze it from the middle or the end or whatever. It was just in a jar. And so, again, we're talking about hygiene. This is why you would get sick because you were just sharing a damn jar uh, yeah. of toothpaste with people. Just like the whole family and the neighbors <laughs> can we borrow some toothpaste that's you know that probably was that probably was a thing that probably was a yeah. thing yeah back you in know, the day you know they're like well it's your it's your yeah. month to buy the toothpaste jar for the block <laughs> and then tell me about my favorite little tooth gremlin you found some stuff out about my tooth gremlin okay so the tooth fairy here we mm -hmm. go everybody knows knows her everybody loves her um for one they can't really pin down like where the tooth fairy started and also the tooth fairy is a little bit unique because we don't have kind of a universal um mm -hmm. symbol mm -hmm. uh, of what she looks like and things like that but the idea of taking the baby teeth and doing something with them is is universal kind of weirdly <laughs> that like and so again it's fitting that it means like they were it was worth money because in ancient times people believed that baby teeth had protective qualities and they were often used um as amulets to ward off evil and in other traditions okay. and so like a lot of times like the guys uh 
who were going off to war, mm-hmm, they would mm-hmm. like take the baby teeth of their <laughs> children Sorry. with Sorry. them. Yeah. To Bless like them. serve war. As, they need anything. Yeah. Right. Just... To like serve as protection. Yeah. So these baby teeth. So then other people would do so like people were always doing stuff with baby teeth. So oh other gosh. traditions of the tooth fairy, uh, where it's like not specific that she comes in and grabs the tooth and gives you money. Um, but it has rituals dating back thousands of years in almost every culture. And the traditions are things like throw the baby teeth into the sun, throw them into a fire, throw <laughs> them backwards between your legs, throw okay. onto or over a roof dwelling, placed in a mouse hole. Okay. I wish I had more info on what all of these were supposed to be and why you would put okay. them like in a mouse hole. Uh, you'd bury them in the ground. You'd put them inside a tree or on the wall. Oh, and here's okay. a crazy one. Well, I don't, maybe I shouldn't say crazy. Here's a very different one. Uh, another tradition was swallowed by the mother, the pet or a child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. The the tooth fairies, the tooth fairies are weird thing. Um I I was very curious as well what other cultures used to do with teeth. When I was a kid, you know, I view the tooth fairy as like the OG elf on the shelf. Like mm, mm-hmm. before elf on the shelf, um you know, it was, it was, you just, parents did this, but now if you go on Etsy and shit, like I have friends who have kids who are always being like, will you be the tooth fairy? And I have to do crazy stuff. Like I've got, like, they have a tooth fairy door that I've bought to put in the kid's room. And it's like a little miniature door that just goes along the baseboard of the room. And it's like, Oh, when it comes out, it comes out when your tooth is loose. And so any night the tooth fairy could come through there. And when I stayed over their house, they were like, Oh, she lost her tooth. We've got to do tooth fairy stuff tonight. And so we had to put like glitter and a little what? handwritten note down. And I was like, where, like, just where's the money? Like, just, right. I don't need all this, all this action. Um, yeah it's it's interesting because when i became an adult and moved you know to the other side of the world my mom was like oh but you've got things here and i want you to take them with you and she gave me a bag of all my baby (laughs) teeth and i was horrified i was like how long have you been holding on literally since i started losing teeth and she's like yeah Yeah. we lost a couple some of them that you lost at school or swallowed we don't have but like she just gave me like all my teeth and she gave me like a little clip of my first haircut and something like some yeah. fingernails. And I was like, you're creating a weird, like, like voodoo bag here. Like, what are you doing with all of scraps of me? But yeah, so I still as a 40 year old woman have a bag of my own baby teeth. Wow. I don't really know what I didn't want to throw them away. It seems right well you know what happened is your mom put that responsibility on you because your mom's like i don't <laughs> i don't know hold what on to do yeah. anymore she's like they're yours <laughs> you do something with them and now Take you're just back. like yeah and now you're yeah. like well i've got options now throw them, throw them in the sun throw them backwards yeah. between my legs i can yeah. bury it in a mouse hole i can do <laughs> you can swallow it yeah put it inside a tree uh yeah just go in your backyard start chucking them backwards between your legs and like when your neighbors ask you can be like well i'm they're my baby teeth they're my baby not now 
catch yeah. when it's lucky. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's our last little dentist fact that we found out? Because I was surprised when I read this, actually. Yeah, this one, I uh, I just put no other explanation. I just feel like <laughs> the one line itself is enough, and that is mosquitoes have 47 teeth. Oh, I hate that. I hate that they have 47 teeth. Is that what they're biting us with? I thought that was a whole, is that, are they, you don't know. Oh, you just well, like, so here, yeah, so here's the thing. Um, for one, I said that to my husband and he pointed out, why is it an odd number? And I was mm -hmm. like, I well, wanted that too. Yeah. I, and I don't know, I don't have the answers. And then I guess if you look it up, like scientists who just want to kill fun and creativity um sure. they're like well technically teeth are made of this and mosquitoes don't uh, have that but like essentially they're the same thing but it's exactly like what you said with the tube so it is the tube and these are the things <gasps> at the end of the tube yeah that break into our skin and break no. through clothes yeah okay There's that's teeth yeah yeah so okay that makes sense now it's kind of in like a circle yeah yeah okay okay that's awful i don't want to think yeah i don't want to think of them as having teeth yeah like yeah uh, yeah if you if you stoner lights are still with us i know we we said a mouthful but i hope these the I, yeah i really hope the modern day dentistry um <laughs> makes you sleep well knowing that its yeah. historical roots came from terror and so this field is just not what it once was and it, it really makes me appreciate being alive during this time where we have dental hygienists in offices and there's not worms in our teeth right. it's really the worms that are getting me i'm gonna be honest exactly like no matter what's going on inside your mouth right now um you probably don't have teeth worms nope. so hope not we anyway. got that going for you you're already <laughs> <a step> above. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. You know what will absolutely hurt my teeth, though, Katie? What's that? I have an idea. Munchie <laughs> of the week. No, no, but I did get something cute. So you guys know we're doing token with TJ's this season. We're going to be having uh, munchies that come from Trader Joe's. And this week I've got raspberry mousse cakes. Ooh. They were just, yeah, they were giving me February vibes. So I got them. Yeah. Um, It's just, yeah, I don't even know what a mousse cake is exactly. Um, but I'm going to try one of these. These look, the first ingredient, I love it, is like flour sugar. Like it's just sugar. Oh, it's like, don't go. forget, they're sugar. But they're cute. They're really cute, aren't they? They are very cute. They're so pink. They, they look like, they look like little kind of individual nice cakes. Yeah, that's right. They look a little fancy. So I thought yeah. I'd get them. Um, they come in like a little little their own little thing that's the bottom oh it does look like cake oh Ooh, okay that looks good okay that it does i'm not this. a raspberry fan usually but let's see what's it look like on the inside does it look like a cake like a four layer cake or something oh okay yeah a little bit. oh my gosh oh my gosh this is so sweet is it good oh it's, it's sweet so <laughs> yeah i don't really eat sugar so 
<laughs> you're going to be bouncing off the walls. <laughs> okay, so it's like cake, and then it's got like raspberry mousse, and then the fondant on top. So it's like push oh, okay. down in there. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Gotcha. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. They're you good. Like you've just come alive. <laughs> I'm awake now. <laughs> whoa. That's like the kind of sugar where you can like chew it, where you're just like, oh my gosh, how much sugar is in these? Oh yeah, these are yeah, these are wild. That's a lot of sugar. <laughs> They're good. They're good. If you like raspberry, I think you'll love I these. I usually don't, but you never know. Then you won't love these. But most sugar, <laughs> uh, yeah, most sugar, I'm, I'm open for. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So I'm giving it one thumbs up, not two thumbs. It doesn't get two stoner okay. thumbs up from me. This gets a one thumb because it's that sugar will punch you in the teeth, and then you'll need to go to Call see the dentist. dentist. Yeah. <laughs> um before we truly truly wrap up katie you know we're doing a new segment this season mm. we're doing stoner olympics yeah i'm ready and for this. i loved last week <laughs> you love last week's okay you're gonna love this week's because okay. i was like let's figure out who gets the gold for best joint roller Oh, and okay. it's got to be this gentleman named Tony Greenhand. I think that's his stage ah! name. Oh, um, I was maybe it was his real name. Maybe. I don't know. I got to do some more research on this guy. But Leafly ran a story on him a few years ago that I was really enamored with. And um, he is just, he is, he is a professional joint roller. He has rolled joints for like, uh, Tommy Chong and B.O.B. and other famous people. Okay. Um, he has built like Marvel superhero shaped joints. He's done smokable what? Pokemon characters and grenades and weed leaves and other things. So it's no wonder that this guy has turned out to be the one to break the record for the world's largest joint ever to be oh. rolled. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In 2016, he did it. He did it for 420. <laughs> and over the course of five days, uh, Tony rolled a 4.20 pound joint that consisted mostly okay. of watermelon shaped joints that specifically were made as a base for it so that it could be comfortable while you're sitting. And then he smoked it from a hose so that he could what? try that out. Um, I love that Leafly's quote about him said, he's easy to talk to, joke with, smoke with. He's the cool stoner artist friend we all wish we had. Because he, he he's so much wow. like that. From everything I know, he's a really chill guy. He doesn't, he lives in like a fixer upper with his girlfriend. Um, He's very chill. He's very chill. Um, I bet so. Yeah, if you don't know, if you don't know Tony Greenhand, go follow Tony Greenhand. He is um, very, I love seeing all the crazy stuff he does with his, with his I'm joints. Looking. He, yeah, he does. He did a spaceship one earlier this week. This is who I think wins the gold for rolling joints. He's just so creative. He's so. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Whenever you're getting like shapes mm -hmm. and stuff, mm -hmm, it does mm -hmm. become a little bit more of like an art thing. 
yeah yeah he's done like baseball bat joints and um i love it i love it i'm i'm very happy to give tony Greenhand the the gold for this i think he deserves yeah it. i'm i'm like looking at pictures over here <laughs> um yeah it's I wild say, isn't it yeah it's, it's exactly i'm looking at the water because when you said watermelon i was like what on earth would a watermelon joint look like uh and it <laughs> looks like a gush darn watermelon that's what it, it looks does like. it does <laughs> i was like nope there's no question there yeah it looks no. like a watermelon <laughs> no, it looks like it looks like a watermelon so we're giving well, it to tony I think so. Stoner Olympics. Tony, if you're listening, and we're sure you are, uh, <laughs> come on, not come on. Tell yeah. us all about it. Tell us about your crazy joint rolling. Exactly. Antics. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, Katie, thank you so much for being on for another week of Stoned and Social. Where can our Stoner Lights find you if they want to share with you more dentist stuff that they find out? <laughs> don't send us dentist wanna... pictures yeah <laughs> uh if you want to talk with me more about dentistry or anything else uh you can follow me on instagram at kate d dudley um or you could see me every tuesday night hosting in the yoohoo room of flappers in whoop, whoop. sunny burbank california <laughs> Yes, yes, I love it. We're gonna put the links for that, and we'll beat. We're we're gonna tag flappers this time. We're gonna tag them <gasps> so that yeah, you guys can start Diamond. seeing yeah, just bigging it up in twenty twenty four. You guys know where you can find us. We're always on Instagram at Stoned and Social, like Rock and Roll, or come over to our digital crib at www.stonedandsocial.com, and don't forget to use our code SNS four twenty if you are checking out things at 3chi otherwise we're going to be here same place same time next week guys don't forget namaste going to the dentist like it's safe now it's safe it feels good <laughs> bye it's good, guys it's good for you <laughs>